Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Behind the Bites. Today I'm joined by Vaibhav and Abbas and today we're discussing the all-new Samsung Galaxy S22 series. Hello everyone. Hey, what's up? Hey Danish. How's it going? All good, all good. Uh, just finished watching the Unpacked event, so excited to talk about the new Samsung products. All right, so let's jump right into it then. So we saw um, three new products. Uh, Webhav, can you tell us about the, the three new devices? All right, so we saw the Galaxy S22, the S22 Plus, as well as the S22 Ultra. Uh, I'm S sorry, I'm not calling it the Ultra. I'm calling it the Note 22. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, according to Samsung, it's the S22 Ultra, but I think everyone's just going to call it the Note because it looks just like it. Literally no, the same. Exactly the same. And I think that's a good thing, right? Uh, people love oh, totally. the Note. Uh, it wasn't there last year and a lot of people were disappointed. So for them to bring it back in this manner, I think it makes sense, doesn't it? I completely agree. I, but I mean, with the naming side of things, I'm not sure if I would have chosen as Ultra for the name of it. I, maybe the Galaxy S22 Note Edition, uh, something like that, I think would have been a nice throwback to it. So I have a feeling that they want to move away from the Note category altogether. That's mm. either one or there is some sort of a Note in the future of the Fold series. Yeah. I have a feeling that's where they're going because as far as they're concerned, an ultra device is a device that has everything they have to offer and this one does. Hmm. Okay, makes sense. I think makes with sense. the rumors of uh, an affordable, foldable, maybe that could be the next note or something. We never know. I Look, I mean, if they're using S Pen on a device, why not just give it a Note Monkey, you know? Like, a, you know, the Galaxy Fold, Z Fold, Note Edition, the Galaxy S22, Note Edition. So you know exactly that that one's got, you know, your stylus or your S Pen. I guess, I guess. I can, I see where, what you mean, but I think that they just thought that moving away from it, at least for now, just seems to be the way to go. Or they wanted to avoid some confusion. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. Fair. Maybe anyway, so. Abbas, tell us about um, the new Ultra in any way, or the Note, as you're calling it. All right. So let's kind of start with um, the design, the shape, the screen. The design looks almost identical like the previous Notes yeah. that we kind of spoke about. Kind of boxy with rounded curved edges and an edge screen. You've got the S Pen holster. Uh, very, very, very similar to you know your Note 20 Ultra if you use that from a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, the screen this time around, it's a 6.8 inch, again, AMOLED 2X stunning display, yep. uh, 1750 nits. That's yes. just insane. That <laughs> is just insane. I mean, that but, is super bright screen. I mean, realistically, it must be just those measured points, you know, specific yeah. points with white light measured at Peak brightness. that much. I mean, listen, For don't sure. wrong, that's still great, but um, but yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, let's compare this to the XDR displays that Apple has on the notebooks. Forget the iPhone. The iPhone hits, what, 1,200 or somewhat around there? Yeah, 12, but I think. when you look at the new MacBook Pro, what's what's the rating on that? The XDR display on the MacBook Pro with the mini LEDs? Is that what the screen yeah, is? Yeah, it's with mini LEDs. I'm not uh, sure, actually. Yeah. I'm assuming that uh, it's 1,600 if I... Again, don't quote me on this. I could be wrong, but... Uh, 
I think you're right. 1750 is ridiculous. That's just an insane amount of brightness. Yeah, 1600. I'm sure that yeah. 1600, right? Yeah. And the HDR content obviously is going to look phenomenal on it. It is. It uh, is. You know, so so I think it's a great screen, which Samsung always does, right? Yeah. I mean, they're the benchmark for screens, basically. Everybody uses their screen, whether it's Apple, whether it's whoever wants to do the best screen on their phone. Uh, you know, they go for Samsung screens. And I think they've done a fantastic job with the ultra on this mm. um the other two phones as well the s22 and the s22 plus right uh, now i didn't play with them last year but okay. uh, i think they're a little bit shorter right from last year the screen sizes are slightly smaller is that I, right i think the s22 regular is the same yeah. size and the s22 plus is 0.1 inch smaller Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. The and they have flat displays this time around Correct. instead of curved displays, yes. which I like. I think I, I I'm, I, you know, yeah, absolutely. I think flat displays make a lot more sense, especially with the, you know, your palm rejection and stuff like that when you're holding the phone, etc., yeah. etc. So I prefer those for sure. And but, not just that. One thing I like about the displays is that both of them are full HD plus, and I like that that works out for them because um, they do have slightly, especially the S22 has only a uh, 3700 milliamp battery yeah. so having a display on that level would have absolutely wrecked it so i'm, I'm glad they stayed with full hd plus what do you guys think about uh, i mean the ppi on them because i mean obviously they're fhd plus and you've got a 6.6 .6 inch and then a 6.1 inch my eyes won't be able to tell you know <laughs> but uh, do you think either one of you will be able to make out the pixels or you know is the density low i think I would be able to know that I'm not looking at a quad HD display uh, yeah. with the quality of displays today I think it's pretty noticeable and listen as as three of us are blessed to have all the flagships with us at some point or the other during the year I guess we just get used to seeing that level of brightness and that that many pixels so from that perspective I'd say it's noticeable but in daily use when you're browsing and so on I don't think the day everyone would notice Maybe if you're okay. using a lot of text, zooming in and out of text-heavy websites, again, you might notice the pixels, but uh, I think it's very unlikely, like uh, Danish okay. said. And do all three phones have an LTPO display, which can dynamically adjust the refresh rate, or is it only the Ultra? I the think Note? all three have a dynamic AMOLED uh, 2X, 120 okay. hertz. Yeah. Um, the only difference being the resolution that we talked about. So, yeah. Gotcha. That is something very nice cool. that they've done. There, there is... Uh, a uniformity which obviously we'll discuss further in in the podcast as well but there's a nice amount of uniformity between the devices which i really appreciate because samsung was notorious for so kind of making things, you feel yeah. the pain of yep. uh, getting a lower you know lower device of the series yeah uh, absolutely i think they've done well this time around um 6.1 inches is the smallest display not yeah. small by any means but still feels kind of small and compact we did a hands-on session all three of us and yeah. the phone felt nice in the hand didn't it, it? Nice. so good so good in the hand and i like that little mix that the s22 and s22 plus have the mix of the flat edges which is like let's say an iphone but the curved sides i like that mix it gave you a nice little hold in the hand that was really something i enjoyed compared to the curved edges of the ultra yeah, for sure. I think all three phones felt more comfortable in the hand than the iPhone. The iPhone with its completely flat side is not the most comfortable phone to all. Mm -hmm. So I think that slightly rounded edges definitely give it an edge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> 
Fair, all right. So on that note, um, let's move on to camera, right? So the Galaxy S22 and S22 Plus come with a triple camera setup, right? So we've got the 50 megapixel wide, 10 megapixel telephoto and 12 megapixel ultra wide. Now I think that this is a pretty good setup. Um, I think the daily user has, is going to have no issues whatsoever with this setup. And it's really nice that both of them have it. Whereas the Ultra jumps up to those ridiculous numbers that Samsung always jumps up to. So you've got a 108 megapixel wide sensor. You've got two telephoto lenses, one for 3x optical and one for 10x optical. And then you've got the 12 megapixel ultra wide lens. So at the Ultra, you've got things like your 100x space zoom. You've got improved low light. You've got a better portrait mode. You can use the optical. Actually, you can use all the lenses in its pro mode. You've got 8K recording. But I... But it, is 8K on all the devices or just yeah, the Ultra? Yeah, 8K is on all. At this time around, yeah, I think all devices Nice, that. Nice. So that's that's another good thing. Then you've got 4K 60. So in general, from a camera perspective, I think any of these phones, I think a, a customer should be happy. Oh, totally. I totally, I think I agree with you. The one thing that uh, I guess we'll find out when we test these devices more is that, um, so if you looked at the Ultra from last year, uh, there was a fairly noticeable bump on which these cameras resided. But right. if you look at the Ultra this year, they've kind of individually raised each one of those yeah. lenses. Yeah. And they don't seem to go very much higher than the body. I, I, I'm not sure. Does that mean that the camera on the Ultra is as good as last year's well there's got to be right i mean they can't yeah. go back on it but how does it compare to the plus and regular s22 what do you guys think so the s22 and the s22 plus still have that um island design right yes that they do exactly do. but the ultra doesn't so i think look um the if if the ultra had that island design i think it would look really similar to the s21 ultra yeah. And I think the only reason Samsung removed that edge, contour edge, I think that's what they called it last year, mm -hmm. is to make the design look a bit more unique. It, to be honest, you said it looks like the Note 20. I think it yeah. looks more like the Note 10. I don't know if you remember the Note no, 10. But it no. looks so more if you, like the Note 10. If you put the Note 20 and this side by side and you remove the bump, literally if you just remove the bump, hmm. that's exactly this phone. And I used the Note 20 for a very long time. So when I held it, it felt like the exact same thing except that my finger, when I was holding the phone, my index finger was looking for the bump because I used to kind of the rest camera, my index yeah. finger on the bump, on the camera bump. But uh, this time those are gone. And I think this is, um, this. I, I, I have a crazy theory here, but I have a feeling it also has to do something, something with COVID and shipping and costs that they were like, hey, we've got this whole setup, which makes this A-grade phone that we used to make, which we don't make anymore. So like, let's use some, <laughs> I don't know, remaining bodies or remaining molds or something there. And, you know, they re-engineered it because if you look at it, it's almost the same. If I if I held both phones with the displays up, it would just look the same to me. True, but I, but Abbas was saying, does it make a difference in quality? I I think it's purely aesthetic. I don't think it makes a difference in quality. I think uh, this camera is going to be better, uh, even though it might be smaller in terms of uh, coming out of the back. I still think it's going to be a better camera overall. Do you think the same, or do you think there's some sacrifice going on? 
oh no 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 I think it'll be a better camera I think it's just better engineering that's all I think it is okay yeah let's wait and see let's wait and see how they they kind of work out yeah fair enough um, I think low light was something that they were you know talking about a lot at uh, in the presentation yeah uh, low light again, as well as video I think it's it's yes. all of these different the S22 plus and the ultra are all geared towards like making sure video capture is the best it can be on a smartphone. So I think they've got a feature where uh, the smartphone can automatically adjust um, the video's frame rate depending on where you're filming. So if it's a dark environment, it'll sort of tone down the frame rate or tone up uh, to give you the best quality. I think that's pretty cool. I want to see it in action. Yeah. Uh, but uh, from what they're saying, it looks nice. I'm not sure I would want my frame rates changing, but again, I think you know once we see the final output from yeah. a video, maybe that will sort of uh, you know I, I, I might change my mind on that. But I don't know. Theoretically speaking, just switching from 24 FPS to 60 FPS. I don't think it video, might. It might be like a gradual change, maybe yeah. from 24 to 30 or like small changes. I don't think they but, go from I mean, 30 if, to 60. <laughs> so that's what they showed at least in the presentation. It went from 60 to 30 to 24, and then they said even lower. Oh. Uh, so I, so that's the thing. I mean, it will be very visible if you have that sudden jump. If they sort of slowly move it down from 30 to, I don't know, from 60 to like 55, then 50, then 45, then 40, and then finally on to 30, mm -hmm. great, excellent. Mm -hmm. But if it's a sudden jump, then, I, you know, it's going to show. It's, it's definitely going to show very easily. I don't know. I think this will be one of those things. So the, the, the thing about cameras and Samsung that always, always, let's say, annoys me is that the cameras are good, right? A Samsung camera will create some great images, but they always have this gimmicky nonsense around it. Like, for example, they've said for ages that their pro mode is amazing, and it really is. It's really, really good. But I, f I find that these gimmicky features are something that I always end up switching off. And most of these features are based on really perfect conditions, which don't exist on the daily. Yep. At least that's what I think. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, I'd, I'll wait to test it out, but I think it'll be one of those things I'll switch off on like day three. I also like the camera stabilization. Well, at least on paper, it sounds quite impressive mm -hmm. uh, where they've increased the OIS and then they've added digital stabilization on it as well. So hopefully that will make it quite good in terms of video comparison. Yeah, that it that video in general will be something to check out on this phone. Uh, I mean... Uh, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here, but in terms of the software updates, in terms of the apps coming, in terms of the size of the screen, it could be a great content creation tool, but um, a lot of it has to pan out together for what they are promising to work out. Makes sense. And I think one of the most interesting things that I thought uh, they mentioned during the presentation was that um, they've got the video camera integrated within Snapchat, TikTok, yeah. and Instagram, yeah. which uh, I think for an Android phone, I think it's the first that it's hitting all three platforms. So I think Webhub uh, will be most excited about that. I'm, I'm so super stoked about it. <laughs> so, I mean, t talk to us a little bit about this, Baba. What do you think? Like, you know, with iPhone, you know, it's always been there. Yeah. Anybody who's used an iPhone, we've always seen this. But how does this come into the Android world? And tell us a little bit more about that. I think I think when it comes to optimizing on social media, a very limited amount of um, Android phones are really doing it. I know the Pixel uh, of late does optimization on Instagram, I believe. Um, that's just what I saw from online. 
Right. And then Samsung has this thing where um, you can select the Instagram option and then it gives you a better looking image. And I think now that's been embedded. But for video, it's always been a quality loss for any Android phone. Right. So hopefully with this, um, it really makes a difference because I think that's one of the biggest things that's lacking if you compare any Android phone to an iPhone, because even an Absolutely. iPhone 11, if yeah. you pick it up, go on Instagram and try and take a video and you film another one with, I don't know, the OnePlus 10 Pro, which is a recent phone, the iPhone 11 will beat the OnePlus 10 Pro despite yeah. having an inferior camera. So it makes a huge difference. And with people nowadays, like half of their days on social media, posting <laughs> stuff, posting videos, I think if Samsung gets it right, uh, it would be a game changer. At least the for part, me, this is, the part I'm biased. That drives me, <laughs> the part that drives me nuts over here is that they had got it right. And I don't know if you remember this, Vaibhav, because you and me were so excited when this happened. But yeah. the Note 10 inside the camera app had an Instagram camera app. Correct. That's right? what I mentioned. It had that camera app. Right. But and was it was it then discontinued? Was it then embedded it just, directly? It just, uh, it just disappeared. disappeared. Right? It just disappeared. Yeah. So basically, you'd go into the Samsung camera app, go to a tab called Instagram. Instagram. And when yeah. you finished recording your video or taking your image, it would immediately go to Instagram. It was yes. perfect. And like at that point, I remember you and me discussing this so much that like, oh, Android is finally going to be on par as far as um you know optimization of social media is considered uh, is considered yeah. we we even so, did an experiment where we did like six or seven different phones did. filming the same story to yeah. see the difference <laughs> you did you so, did yeah but i mean it's it's something that's so necessary i mean when whenever i meet content creators today I will ask them what their personal preference is and I'll get various answers as far as personal preference is concerned. Oh, I like a Samsung. Oh, I like a Pixel. Oh, I like an iPhone. But if you ask them what they use for their social media, I'm not even joking. Nine out of 10 will tell me, oh yeah, I have an iPhone just for that. Yes. Because it's it, there's just nothing there in the market that matches up to that level, that quality. And I think Samsung, if they really nail this, it really, really could work out for them. Also, one more thing to add, um, it's not just video quality. I think the overall app experience, yep. not just compression, but let's say you film something that's really good looking from the S22 Ultra right. hypothetically, but if the Instagram application isn't tailor-made for that experience. So when I was editing my reels on the S21 right. Ultra a few months ago, the experience was very choppy. It's, it's a flagship phone. Right. But it wasn't as smooth as an iPhone. And but, I think I think it needs to do that as well. So to make, funny enough, to, I think that that also comes down to the apps itself. Because now it's so funny you mentioned that because I just uploaded a reel on the TechRadar channel and I edited it on um, the S21 FE, right? Okay. And the, the, the experience was perfectly fine. It was okay. a choppy little bit here and there, but I don't know whether to blame that on the app or the Fair. processor. But it the app has been updated significantly with loads and loads of small tweaks, which I'm not going to jump into right now. But mm. I think it's a mix of the two. And I think that that's the formula that Android just hasn't hit at all. And hopefully with the S22, they get it right. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fair enough. All right. So moving on, um, Vebhav, can you tell us about the batteries on these devices? Yeah, so we touched on it a bit. Uh, the S22, uh, it's the smallest phone. So it's got the smallest battery, 3,700 milliamp. Right. Uh, the S22 Plus is bigger, so 4,500. 
And then the S22 Ultra has a 5000 milliamp hour battery, which nice. is impressive because they've put the S Pen inside the phone, right. yet yeah, kept yeah. the size of the battery the same as last Definitely. year. So that's really good. Uh, 45 watt charging on the S22 Plus and Ultra, but okay. it's only 25 watt on the regular S22. This is wired and charging. Wired charging, yeah. And right. 15 watt wireless charging across the board for all of these uh, smartphones. I mean, 15 watt isn't, isn't great, but it's perfectly bearable. Yeah, and plus uh, you don't get the charger inside the box. <laughs> just just throwing that <laughs> and, in. And the box is 21% 21 smaller. smaller, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I think, I think the day is not far away where the box will be just like a phone-shaped cardboard cover yeah and they'll you know just be like hey here you go and like the cardboard is i don't know recyclable or whatever yeah the thing that amuses me about uh, batteries and android phones is that look i mean you've got 3700 milliamp battery on the smallest uh, galaxy s22 phone right right and you look at the iphone 13 pro 12 pro max or 13 pro max i'm not sure and that's got a similar capacity battery on it mm -hmm. was it 3700 in last year's iphone yeah uh, you know it's 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 insane how 3700 on a 6.1 inch screen would probably not get you even close to the battery life that you'd get on a much larger screen size on an iphone right. so i'm really hoping they optimize this on it and um, you know we get some so good i think life out of it. that's always going to be a limitation on android devices i think it's just always going to be the limitation because of the fact that a samsung phone for example is put together with so many various parts that have to be brought together i think that that's just always going to be an issue um maybe with but i mean Look at it. Look, the screen's made by Samsung. In certain markets, the processor's made by Samsung. Uh, the battery's made by Samsung. The storage is made by Samsung. You know, you've got all these components made by Samsung. Yes, it's running Android, which is not made by Samsung. I think Maybe that's there's the some optimization, yeah. unfortunately, there. But, uh, you know, still, I, I, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just highlighting it. No, no, definitely. I know what you mean. Even when I saw the number 3700 on the... Um, on the S22, I was like, oh, this might just not last the whole day. Um, but then the Full HD Plus does give me a little hope. So I think it's to be seen. But yeah, it's never going to have the battery life of, let's say, the 13 Mini, which has a super tiny screen, but a super tiny battery as well, and still crosses a day now with the, with the current updates. So I think it's just one of those things where Android itself just can't reach... Um, that level of battery optimization and performance. Oh, fair enough. Yet. Yet, yet, yet. Weber <laughs> standing strong and uh, <laughs> keeping his stance. But you know what? It's only I, been 12 years. You know? No, no, like, I'll we, tell we... you what. No, no, Abbas, I'll tell you something. Uh, for people who don't know, um, Web have waited patiently for years and years for the MacBook Pro to come back into the form it is currently. And after that, I will always just quietly sit and wait because things that Webhub says somehow come true. He has made a lot of good predictions. So you know what, this one's, let's just, let's just keep this out there and see if it comes true. I hope it's all right. All I right, won't but... keep holding my breath, but uh, sure. <laughs> All right, last but not least, um, Abbas, tell us about the power and processors and stuff like that on these devices. 
Sure, absolutely. So um, just starting with the construction quality, they've used Armor Aluminum Plus, IP68 ratings. There's a Victus Plus, if I remember reading or just hearing about that on the presentation, which is also something new. Uh, One thing that caught my eye was they're using recycled fishing nets uh, to make certain parts, which I think is amazing. That's really nice. uh, It's awesome. I mean, you know, whatever it does to help with uh, cleaning up the ocean and stuff like that. Definitely. I mean, this year, alone they've said that they're talking about 50 tons uh, coming out of the ocean which is a not a, not a number compared to the rubbish we have in the ocean but it's a great number so no, absolutely great initiative by Samsung on that uh, and uh, as far as the process is concerned so funny enough we're finally getting the Snapdragon version <laughs> in the Middle East <laughs> the year that I might have preferred the Exynos with the AMD's GPU architecture in there but uh, no I mean we're getting this Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 processor which is what most of the world will be getting I'm yeah. not sure which market are getting the Exynos. Europe but, is uh, getting the Exynos. Just EU, Europe is getting. Yeah. yeah. What about Korea? Korea is also getting Snapdragon this time around? Looks like it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And then you've got uh, 8 GB RAM and 128 or 256 gigs of storage on the regular S22 and the Plus, whereas the Ultra goes up to 12 gigs of RAM and 1 terabyte of storage. Hmm. They've also. Not that uh, we'll ever see is, that. Isn't the Ultra at 128 gigabytes new? Because it wasn't there last year, right? It started with 256 last yeah. year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they've right. brought the 128 version back. Oh, I didn't notice um, that. That's nice. Yeah. The other thing that uh, <clears throat> excuse me they're doing is that they've got some Samsung exclusive colors like they did with their foldable phones mm. um, earlier. And I'm not sure if you guys went and checked it out. The Ultra in red, red. looks sexy. Beautiful. Looks sexy. I Beautiful. mean, that is a phone. I you know my hands were itching. I'm like, huh? Should I? Should I? Should <laughs> it's I, a four I, week know? waiting time. Though. That's the <laughs> I know. Yeah. But look, I mean, right now we've got what shipping for this is 25 25th of Feb, right? Yeah, so yeah. we're already two weeks into that. You're just losing out two weeks on there definitely no no i mean this thing seems to have worked out for them in terms of having exclusive online colors it seems to have worked out for them because they started it with the flip and i think it will work out this time as well because the color selection they've got online is pretty nice uh i don't remember the exact names of all the colors but that red was just stunning just stunning looks Um, great it does it definitely does so yeah i think um that's pretty much all we have for the S22 lineup. Uh, let me just ask you guys this question. Out of mm-hmm. the three, which one do you think you would buy, uh, but which one do you think is going to be the most popular one? All right, Vebhav, go first. Um, I think the S22 Ultra will be the most popular, and that's the one I would buy. Okay, fair enough. So for me, I definitely would have, at this point in time, I would have gone for the uh, Ultra. Um, it's something I was waiting for for a while because I like notes and I've always used notes for long periods of time. Um, but that being said, I think the most popular this year might just be the S22+. Plus. I'm going to be with Danish on the popularity side. I think the S22 Plus will probably be the most popular one. The Ultra is great. It's a phenomenal phone, but it's it's expensive mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I think uh, as far as sales are concerned, the S22 Plus will most likely be the most popular one. As far as the one that I'd pick, as much as I like the Ultra, I know that I'm never going to use the pen. I mean, yeah. you know, I've had the Note for so long, I never really used it. So I'm actually going to go for the smaller one this time around. I think the regular S22, I like the size of it. And I think if they can keep the battery levels at a decent, you know, uh, decent 
time or range for it, that would probably be the one that I would pick. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, then. All right. So um, they're already on pre-order from what I remember. Yes, and they're shipping... already on pre-order in stores on the 25th. Uh, various markets and regions have various pre-order offers right now. To be honest, I'm not sure what ours is. Um, um, we get gifts worth uh, 1,000 dirhams, <laughs> a voucher and a one-year Samsung Care Plus membership. I just Fair opened enough. it that... up. That means if you so, go, that means if someone walks down to Bardubai, they will get it without the thousand dirham gifts and they'll get it thousand dirhams cheaper. Yeah. And at that price, the ultra is amazing. It is. And what was interesting I noticed was because when I went to the website to check out the red one is that if you actually, you know, go ahead and add a note, you can utilize that thousand dirhams towards the tab essay. So you can get a thousand dirhams off the tab essay, oh, wow. which is quite an interesting little thing that they had on there so you know yeah i think that makes a pretty good deal then definitely definitely all right then okay cool thank you guys very much um for everyone listening if you enjoyed please don't forget to share and let us know if you have any thoughts on the same until next time abbas where can we find you so i'm aja farali on twitter and instagram uh webhav Fabulous Adventures on Instagram, or you can Google uh, me for more. <laughs> and uh, I'm Dan Talks, D W A N T A L K S. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>